0: Rodney Jane here. Not to point out the obvious, but it's end of financial year. At Bob Jane T-Mart, get up to $150 instant cashback on brands like Pirelli, Dunlop, BF Goodrich, Continental, Bridgestone, Sportex, and more. Alloy wheels from $125 and quality tyres from only $69. That's right, just $69. And we won't be beaten with our best tyre price guarantee. Call or shop online today at Bob Jane T-Mart. We'll look after you.
1: TSNC's and C's apply.
2: This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news powered by Race Fuels in association with Bob Jane T-Marts. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need them. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Each week, multi-award-winning journalist Mark Fogarty brings the big stories and talks to the big names. If it matters in motorsport, you'll hear it first, right here on Parked Up Plus.
3: Coming up, Ford parody concerns it's not all about the engine. Dreamtime, Penright Racing looking to rebound at Indigenous Round. Garth Santa previews Darwin Triple Crown and Winton's big bid to regain a supercars round.
2: All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus. Here's folks.
3: Hi there, race fans. It's now emerging that Ford's Gen 3 parity concerns aren't just about engine performance. Ahead of this weekend's Darwin Triple Crown, there are new rumblings about an aero iniquity between the Mustang and the Chef Camaro. The sore point is downforce and stability in yaw. In very simple terms, sideways airflow over the cars in corners. Privately, Ford teams believe the Camaro is generating more aero grip, or at least suffering less disruption in medium to high-speed turns. But, you ask, Didn't Ford accept that there was aero parity in Gen 3? Well, yes, but that was for straight line testing, measuring downforce and drag on an airstrip. The aero tests don't assess cornering aero though, but presumably it's included in CFD computer simulations. Ironically, one of the Mustang's advantages, when it returned to supercars in 2019, under the previous Gen 2.5 rules, was aero performance in yore, cleverly exploited by DJR boffin Ludo Lacroix. It was later reduced by some remedial aero trimming. There'll be more engine mapping and shift cut fiddling at Hidden Valley Ford teams don't expect a breakthrough. At the Guller launch of Grove Racing's indigenous round livery, outspoken Gen 3 critic David Reynolds alluded to the Mustang's disadvantage being much more than engine response and top-end performance.
4: It's hard for me to say. Oh, it's not really. I don't think there's a big difference in the engine speed itself. Like, when you're racing the cars, it's not not a, it's not a lot different. You know, there's there could be differences in other areas that they're not even really looking at so far. So, you know, that's, that's not up to me to decide. I'm just there to go race my car and do the best I can for, you know, Pemirate Racing and, and all our sponsors. So I'm, I'm trying not to get too involved in what, what side's better, what side's not. So, you know, that's, that's it's out of my control. Yeah, but you do
3: know what the differences are. Yeah, but And but, so... Well, there are well, differences, definitely. Will those differences come into play at Hidden Valley then?
4: Well, you know, you potentially would say they would because every other round we've been to, you know, the, the Camaro has won basically 12 from 12 races. So, you know, it's. But well, there's, you know, every, every, every round's a new
3: opportunity for us to prove that wrong. And we try and do that. Penwright Racing Team Principal David Couchy. Also, isn't expecting major gains for the Mustangs in Darwin.
0: Uh, no, I'm not, not really expecting a, a massive change in that area. Uh, you know, there's, yeah, it's it's a very complex um, equation, that one. Uh, and I don't, I don't really, haven't seen anything that's really gonna change that um, going to Hidden Valley. So I think at the moment, we're just focusing on, on our own performance. And, um, you know, making sure we get the best out of the package we have. And, yeah, the other stuff is uh, needs, a, needs a bit of work and, and needs some, some time to sort out.
3: Grove Racing has been among the top-performing Mustang teams with Reynolds and star rookie Matt Payne. They suffered a slump last time out of Simmons Plains, but Reynolds believes the squad will rebound it in Valley.
4: To be honest, I think we're going to have a good showing. Um, well, in qualifying we might have a good showing, but in the race, I don't know what's going to happen. The race has been quite funny lately, so, um, but, mate, all we're supposed to do is just, if I can drive the car well, drive it hard, set the car up well, I think we're in, a, we're, we're in for a good showing, because, you know, if you, if you take Tasmania out, Tasmania wasn't very good for us. Uh, we've had one of the fastest Fords over the, over the last, the first three events anyway, so there's no reason why we can't go
3: there and be quick again. So you're thinking it should be a better track for well for your car and i guess for the mustangs generally Uh yeah it's hard to
4: me to speak on mustang and camaro um, i suppose maybe one thing that might not go away is the the super soft tyre um, you know our, our car has been good on well, I suppose at the Grand Prix it was good on the super soft tire. We just made a few mistakes. Uh, I think you know, our, on the soft tire, our car has been very, very fast on the super soft tire. It's you know maybe okay. It's just you know every round's different, every track's different, every every weekend has a different tire, different different you know configurations. There's different variables. There's a lot more things to think about. So you know, if we just if we look at ourselves in the last three in the first three rounds, out we had a good car. So we probably not going to change too much. We didn't learn a lot from the test day because there was no test day. So, you know, that would have been a really good time to really nut out what, what was going on. But, you know, unfortunately, it got rained out. Team boss
3: David Couchy is also confident of a turnaround this weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, you know, we understand uh, what's what happened at Tasmania and what our strengths and weaknesses are. And we've got, uh, you know, uh, I believe we have a setup philosophy that we think is going to work in uh, in at Hidden Valley. So, you know, we just have to work through that. Uh, we're not we haven't reinvented the car or anything in between Tasmania and Darwin. So we understand what went on, and we've just got to you know now start to build from what we learned and and move on from there. So for us, it's just business as usual.
3: And, and what is it apart from what you're doing back at base? But is it something about the Hidden Valley track? that gives you more confidence is that, I mean, in, in, it's different from Simmons, but it's, it's kind of a bit similar, isn't it? And then big, long straight and some tight corners. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think for us, the, the key, dif, uh, you know, issue at Tasmania was certainly the hairpin. So that's a very, very unique corner. So we then tried to do some things to, to make the car work at that corner that hurt us everywhere else. So. I think now going back to what I call a more conventional circuit, uh, you know, I think our, our setup that has worked at all the previous rounds or previous circuits will absolutely work
3: there. If you're wondering about all the noise in the background of these chats, it's because I spoke with them at last week's launch of Penrite Racing's Indigenous Round Livery. It was a proper launch event with invited guests and a sense of occasion. Also uniquely, Grove Racing is again holding an auction to raise funds for the Melbourne Indigenous Transition School. Last year, the initiative generated $44,000 and team owner Stephen Grove is hoping this year's auction will exceed that amount. Kudos to Penwright Racing for organising a launch event with a meaningful purpose. More after this.
5: The Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast It's all in the name. It's all motorsport, focused on those who make significant
3: contributions to the sport we love. Correct. Some people might only see a dozen motor racing events each year, but the truth is that our sport never stops. Almost every weekend, there's a car race going on somewhere. And Gaz, you're at most of them. Ah, yes. And if I'm not there, you certainly are. And you'll hear from us on the Napa
2: Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast every fortnight you're listening to Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty welcome back
3: also at the Penrite Racing Indigenous Livery launch was the team's star enduro co-driver Garth Tander wearing his supercars broadcast pundit hat Tander talked to Parked Up Plus about what we can expect at Hidden Valley
5: yeah curious um, we didn't see a lot of tyre degradation in Darwin last year which we thought we would Um, So, curious as to see how the Gen 3 car goes with that. We saw more tyre degradation at Simmons Plains previously than we've ever seen before. So I would expect that we will have different challenges at Darwin as far as how the cars perform over a race distance. Um, There are some actually quite high-speed sections of the track that you need the aero for. Um, And we know obviously these cars don't have the same aero that we've had in the past they'll be very fast down the front straight. I feel like we'll probably see more braking jills into turn one, um, but also more mistakes at turn one because of the, the nature of that braking zone. So um, I think we'll see more challenges ahead in Darwin. Um, look, I think in reality so far, the teams though, if you go off Perth and Simmons Plains, um, the cars probably haven't been a lot different as far as performance and raceability, uh, well, racing style than what we've seen in the past. Cars are definitely more raceable. You follow more closely. Um, But this will be the first time we run the cars in really, really hot conditions. So that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on.
3: Do you expect this will be where Mustangs break through for wins? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Dan diplomatically demurred when we asked him if, amid the ongoing parody debate, Ford would finally end Chevy's domination.
5: As I stand here right now, it's not my role to cheerlead a Mustang or to, um, to hope for a victory for them because at the, as I stands right now, I'm, I work for the TV production and, um, and you just want to see good hard racing. Um, I'm sure if you're a Mustang or a Ford fan, you're desperate to see a win. Um, and on the flip side, if you're a Chevrolet fan, you're enjoying the ride so far and want it to go on. So that's the great thing about our sport, is 50% of the people um, want to see success and the other 50% want to see failure and it doesn't matter which side of the fence you want, it's the same for both.
3: Yeah, but I ask you as a very informed observer, and unfortunately, we'll go to Darwin and there's still this this sort of cloud hanging around, you know, parody discussion. And that I guess I'm, I'm looking to see if there's some light at the end of the tunnel that will stop talking about it. Uh, I'm not really the
5: person to ask about that because I spend exactly zero minutes worrying about parody in the sport because I can't change it and I can't influence it. So um, uh, I'm just a fan of the sport and I'm enjoying the product as far as where the parody's at. Uh, I've got um, no no real comment on it.
3: The Darwin Triple Crown will be shown live and ad-free on Fox Sports and also live on free TV on the Seven Network. Next year's Supercars calendar is still a work in progress. No news yet on a renewal of the Newcastle 500 or a return to New Zealand. The series is looking to expand to at least 15 rounds next year, with an appearance on the Formula One Singapore Grand Prix. Support pro- program still in the mix. Logical additions are returns to traditional permit tracks, Winton Motor Raceway, Queensland Raceway, and the Phillip Island Grand Prix Circuit. Winton near benella in northeastern Victoria is very keen to regain its round. Benalla Auto Club General Manager Stephen White told Parked Up host Grant Rowley that Winton wants supercars back at the popular regional circuit.
6: Yeah, look, Grant, it's a, it's a bit of a given, really. We would love to have it back. Uh, the track being situated in northeast Victoria. The Jones brothers up the road or Jones team up the road, Brad's team, uh, not far away from here, but it is our test track for Victoria for supercars. Uh, we love them being here with testing, etc. but we'd love them to race here. I mean, we're central in Victoria. We're in the heartland of Victoria, and the reality is we're close to the border and we're close to the southern part of Victoria plus, obviously, western part, etc. So a lot of travelling folk come to Winton as a bit of a pilgrimage, just much the same as Bathurst. So uh, we'd love to have them back, yeah, absolutely
1: camping has always been really popular for the supercars events as well and um, uh, and as you say a a a real pilgrimage for the uh, for the hardcore fans
6: yeah absolutely I mean we would like this to be part of their plan for the year when the motorsport uh, uh, fan wants to plan the year out they say okay we're going to go to Winton uh, we're gonna camp there for three or four nights and then we're gonna to go to Bathurst later in the year. Um, obviously, winter always seems to be in May or, or you know, April, May, uh, maybe even June sometimes, but um, it still lends itself to that, as you said, a pilgrimage and it lends itself to that weekend away. Uh, it's not a bad night to be sitting, uh, watching car racing during the day and have a beer and we have a fire at night. So, look, from, from the track's perspective, um if we if we go back to our history in 85 we had the first ac atcc round here at group a um and obviously that history burns bright and burns long in the club so we'd love to have it back here yeah absolutely
1: i guess we're at a critical time now for 2024 supercars calendar winton's hat is definitely in the ring
6: yeah absolutely and i've constantly thrown it in the ring um last year was a disappointment or sorry this year was a disappointment but to find out late last year and, and i've got to be honest supercars were very honest with us where they were heading and what they were doing and obviously with the new car so um you know our hat is in the ring absolutely the the media talks about and the speculation is 15 rounds um if i could say something i think the motorsport public is genuinely uh focused on making sure that they look after our local and the, and the biggest show in town supercars I would hate to think that their long term plan is to go overseas because really uh, that doesn't leave the fan with much choice and really uh, a track like ours is is, is certainly accessible. Uh, It's full of people that are enthusiastic about motorsport and they love their V8 supercars or supercars. So at the end of the day, um, I would hope that supercars realise that there is an absolute, uh, if you like, a a huge historical value in being here, but also engagement with their fans. You know, that's where they need to be.
3: Winton is a club run track, limiting investment in big improvements. But track boss White confirms upgrades to facilities are ongoing.
6: Yeah, look, we, we are... we. The biggest thing we talk about is uh, I, I try to impress on everyone that every time somebody comes here, it's a, it's a bit new experience, it's a different experience. Oh, that's new, that's painted, that's moved, that's fixed. Um, you'll notice we've focused on our main entry this time round and we're getting that to be our main entry all the time, nice six-lane open entry there. Um, we'd like to focus on our campground and make that more accessible from a day-to-day perspective. Um, we haven't got any track modifications planned as such, other than the general upgrades and the relevant bodies upgrades that we require, you know, for Motorsport Australia, AASA, et cetera, and and Motorcycling Australia. So we'll continue to do little developments, Um, but but I suppose really the world's turned back on now. We've had 12 months of the world turning back on, so we've got the confidence to continue to invest while we can, and uh, we hope that every time somebody comes here, they see something new.
3: You can hear Grant's full interview about Winton's future at the Repco garage. In other supercars news, Simona Di Silvestro will be at Darwin. Why? We're not quite sure. We hear the trip was originally scheduled to announce she'd be driving a Walkinshaw Andretti United wildcard at Sandown and Bathurst. That fell through due to lack of funding. Di Silvestro will be at Hidden Valley ostensibly as a porsche ambassador but no doubt she'll canvass the possibility of a future supercar's return as an enduro co-driver amid the flurry of darwin indigenous round livery unveils the new first nations theme looks for triple eight djr and erebus motorsport won't happen until right on the eve of the event Most teams will keep the special liveries at the Townsville 500 in far north Queensland next month. One that won't we're hearing is Thomas Randall's Castrol-backed Dickford Mustang. The word is that it'll have an entirely new look at Townsville in line with the global rebranding of Lubricant Giant Castrol.
5: Race Fuels is Australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state-level motorsports. And its range of racing fuels includes the BP Supercars E85, which is available to grassroots races. For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the Elf Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Race Fuels E85 and Elf Race
3: 102 is available at racefuels.com.au.
2: You're listening to Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty.
3: Earlier, we heard from Supercars champion and four times Bathurst 1000 winner Garth Tanda about what to expect this weekend in Dahl. As well as establishing himself as an expert analyst on the Supercars broadcast, Tander squished from Red Bull Racing to Penrite Racing as a gun enduro co driver. The lanky West Australian board V8 legend has seen the inside of Holden racing team and Triple Eight. Two of the best in their days. So, how does he rate the ambitious Grove racing operation?
5: I think my I would like to hope that my signing with the team would indicate that I would think so. Um, Yeah, look, I um, I have seen I saw the plans of where they want to go with this team. I saw the um the caliber of the people that have already joined the team and I saw the goals that the team want to achieve not only in one year two years but five years ten years so um, the building building blocks are in place for it to become a very
3: very good team. That was the plan My point was, now that you've seen how it operates, you've worked with them. It's all very well having been shown the plan, but the reality? Oh, look, the reality is,
5: um, are they at the same level as Triple Eight? That's the question you're asking me, because that's where I've been previously. Uh, No, not yet, Um, because there are very few teams, if any, in pit lane that are at that caliber, only them themselves, and they are the benchmark operation. Um, so, are they there right now? No, it'd be foolish to say that that is the case. Uh, are they capable of getting there in the future? Yes, I believe so.
3: Tanda was a star of the Penrite Racing Indigenous livery launch, straddling the fine line between broadcaster and team member. What a weekend in motorsport. Ferrari won the 100th anniversary Le Mans 24 Hours. 50 years after its last factory effort. It can't buy a win in Formula One, but first time out at Le Mole, under the new hypercar rules, the Scarlet Scuderia beat Toyota, Porsche, Peugeot and Cadillac. On the other side of the world, this side of the world, at Winton, there was an action-packed program in the Speed Series. With a wrap up of all that and more from the weekend, here's Grant Rowley again, thanks to our partner, Bob J. Tima. Bob J.
1: Tima. It was victory for Ferrari at Lamar for the first time since 1965 as Alessandra Pierre Guidi, James Calladro, and Antonio Giovanazzi held off Toyota's concerted effort after a spectacular 24-hour race. There was joy for the New Zealanders as the Cadillac crew led by Earl Bamba was third from sister entry featuring Scott Dixon. Australian James Allen was also successful at Mans by winning the LMP2 Pro-Am class with Algarve Pro Racing. Another Australian competing at Le Mans was Rodney Jane It was 39 years since the Bob Jane T-Mart's brand had been to the famous circuit following Bob Jane's bold all-Aussie attack of the 24-hour race with Peter Brock and Larry Perkins back in 1984. It was a huge field of 63 Carrera Cup cars, and Jane finished fifth in the AM class and now heads direct to Darwin for the next round of the domestic Carrera Cup championship. Winton hosted the latest Speed Series round, over the weekend, where in TCR, HMO Customer Racing's Bailey Sweeney dominated the last race by more than 30 seconds to extend his series lead. Tom Oliphant also took his maiden TCR win in race two, while Michael Clemente was victorious in Saturday's opener, a bleat ending the last race on Sunday in the fence. Gary Rogers Motorsports' Lockie Dalton dominated National Trans Am, completing a clean sweep, as did Joey Mawson in S5000. In a six-car V8 touring car field, Jude Barguana won all three races, while Matt Hillier did likewise in the Australian Formula Ford Series. The opening round of the Precision National Sports Sedan Series was won by Ash Jarvis, despite not winning a race. Tony dello, Josh Haynes and Jordan Caruso each took a victory in the Winton weekend. In the middle of our brown country was the Fink Desert Rally and Toby Price won his ninth Fink and his third in the car class. David Walsh won the bike segment riding his KTM. Overseas, Martin Truex Jr. won the NASCAR Cup race at Sonoma from Cole Bush and Joey Logano. And in MotoGP, Ducati continued its domination with factory rider Francesco Bagnaia winning from satellite riders Jorge Martín and Johan Zarco. Next weekend, the Repco supercars head to Darwin, supported by Carrera Cup, Aussie racing cars and Australian superbikes, while Formula One returns to Canada. And that's all from the racing world. I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus with thanks to Bob Jane T-Marts.
3: Thanks, Grant. More from him and a special guest on Thursday in Park Dub, looking ahead to the Darwin Triple Crown. And as we look forward to a weekend in the warmth, we'll leave you with this. David Reynolds is a great character in Supercars. He's known as Crazy Dave for his loose comments. Reynolds is reborn this year as a Mustang pace setter after a subdued season last year. So what's changed? Why is he so happy and fast again? Well, according to Reynolds, the two go hand in hand. That's sort of correlation, isn't it? Um,
4: Yeah. Any, any time, you know, you're fast, you're happy and that's, Happiness doesn't come first, I can tell you, the speed of the car comes first, then the driver's happiness comes later. That is just 101 fundamentals of racing
3: a car. Have a fast car, you have a happy driver. So it's really as simple as that. There hasn't been some epiphany, some great change of attitude? Definitely not, definitely not. That happened about 10 years ago, actually. (laughs) So,
4: yeah, you know, um, if my car's fast, I'm generally happy, but... Even if it's not, you know, I try and see the bigger picture and you know realize that what we're doing is special, and well, it's, you know, my job is special to me. I've been it's a dream job I've had, wanted to have my whole life, and I'm I'm glad I have still I still have the opportunity to do it. And I and when I turn laps and these things, I'm still fast, so you know that makes you
3: feel good. Reynolds and Penrite Racing will be the ones to watch at Hidden Valley. It's a big weekend at the top end. Superbikes on the support cart and top fuel dragsters will be performing at night. That's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley on Thursday for stimulating discussion about the wide world of motor racing. And don't forget Network R's other must listen podcasts, Girls on the Grid every Monday and every second Friday, the Napa Autoparts Brass Roots Racing Show. This has been Parked Up Plus, where you hear the big news from the big names every week. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening.
4: You've just listened to another Network R
2: production.